0: Hello, and welcome to the Patterson Perspective Podcast. I'm Levi. And I'm Noah. And today we are going to talk about, uh, kind of like how Israel, uh, I don't really know how to describe this exactly, (laughs) but basically- How we're similar to Israel. Yeah, just how we're similar to Israel in the way we sin and fall short of God. Um, yeah, first Noah's gonna start us off with a random fact.
1: As always. Actually, Isaiah was- shout out to Isaiah, our brother- was like, hey, you guys should do a random fact that is going to have to do, that's going like, to be related to the next episode. And nope. I just don't think we're that smart to plan. We don't that plan ahead.
0: ahead. <laughs> we don't even plan <laughs> one episode ahead. So, sometimes we do, but it's rare. Yeah. Great idea, but we're not that smart. Anyways. So, no, we're smart. We're just not that, uh, we don't care about it as much. I guess. Like, we're we're just too lazy. So.
1: Maybe this one is. <laughs> Anyways, random fact of the week um so levi noah hi <laughs> um coconuts did you know coconuts can travel across the ocean in the water okay it's a very random fact <laughs> i was talking to someone uh today who and oh, we uh-huh. both were who hates coconuts yep. and so i thought i would do a random fact about coconuts you're so funny, um, So it can, it'll like just float in, in the ocean and it can float across the ocean and then it, it'll get, you know, to, the, to a beach
0: or something and plant some roots. Well, now we know, kids, we can make a raft out of coconuts. Sure.
1: <laughs> I guess. If you're stranded on an island, get some if coconuts. you can tie them
0: together somehow. Get some coconuts.
1: You would need a lot of rope, which you probably don't have with you. Or back hair. Like Jack
0: Sparrow. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, so let's get right into the topic. So, um, basically, so Noah, actually, Noah's the big man on campus. He's- on campus? <laughs> <laughs> this is the house. He's at home. He has been, of lately, uh, leading the family in devotions, mm-hmm. um, training up to be a godly man. <laughs> He already is a godly man. <laughs> yeah. Training up to be a godly oh, father. <laughs> um uh in the future, because hopefully he'll have kids one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully, I don't know, we'll see. One day. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. That's apart from what I'm we're talking about. Um, anyways, we're reading through Judges. And we are reading about we're right in the beginning. Uh I think we're next time we read, we'll be doing Judges 8. But there's a one uh, section in Judges 6 that really stood out to me and I think it really just uh, pictures um, or encapsulates, I guess, mm-hmm. like, uh, what Israel was going through and uh, what what they were, how they were uh, acting towards God. Mm-hmm. And it comes from Judges 6, um, verse 8. Um, and it says, well, it starts in verse 8 and it well, says... first, let's
1: just like, let's give a little context to Judges. Just re- real brief. Okay, fine. Before we get into this, let's just give a little context. Okay, okay? so Judges, right? Yeah. You got all these weird things about, like, people dying and being stabbed in their bathroom. And then, like, a whole army is getting taken out by people without weapons and all this weird stuff going on. It's really cool. But basically, it's not just a bunch of weird stuff. It's Israel departing from God and forgetting God. And then God... Being gracious to them and sending mm-hmm. um someone to deliver yeah basically them from their enemies.
0: Basically, what happened was that um, in the first uh, five books of the Bible, Israel was um, well, I guess more in like, not really Genesis, more of, like Exodus and, through Deuteronomy. Israel was uh leaving Egypt, <coughs> going towards the Promised Land, and once they entered into into the Promised Land, uh, uh, with Joshua and Joshua, um. God commanded them to uh, wipe out all the nations there and kill them all mm-hmm. um, but Israel sinned and left a bunch of them yep. alive. they killed a bunch, but they left a bunch of them alive, and started worshiping their gods and... yeah, and so they yeah. started acting a lot like the gods and the people of uh that they left alive mm-hmm. intermarrying and stuff yep. so judges is basically um judges is basically uh about God judging them for that right. And just showing all the problems they're going through because of how they didn't obey God, mm-hmm. and, and we'll get into that a little more yeah um so basically um god in this in this section and at the beginning in judges six God, uh, israel it's right after Israel falls again uh into sin, and um mm-hmm. they're they're being oppressed, and um God comes to them and well, he sends a prophet to them, and he says um thus says the lord the god of israel i led you up from egypt and brought you out of the house of slavery and i delivered you from the land of the egyptians and from the hand of of all who oppressed you Mm -hmm. and drove them out before you and gave them your land and i said and i said to you i am the lord your god you shall not fear the gods of the amorites in whose land you Mm -hmm. dwell but you have not obeyed my voice and it's just you know that's just basically what's happened well that is what happened with the egyptians you know god's reminding them hey I took you, I saved you, <laughs> I took you out of <laughs> slavery that you were in uh, in under yeah. Egypt, and I saved you, and I brought you to the promised land that I promised your father Abraham, mm-hmm. and yet you continue to rebel against me, even though I saved you continuously. And you know, oh. the
1: thought that I'm, I didn't actually think of this before, but as you were reading that, I just thought of this, like, I don't know, you, you ever get that, like, really, like, r- weird feeling in your gut when you do something wrong at work, like, you mess up at work, and, yeah. like your boss is kind of disappointed in you or something. Yeah. And then, they're like, just, like, yeah. oh, you just feel terrible. Like, yep. imagine, like, how they're feeling in this moment. Yeah. Like, God sends this prophet to say, like, I did all these great things for you, and it has he end it? He says, you just... Ha- he, all he says is, you have not obeyed my voice. You have not obeyed my voice. That's yeah. just, like, oof. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> it's, like, it's just, like, super passive aggressive.
0: <laughs> it's so painful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and... I think and what's something something that struck me was when I was reading this, I was like, Dang, like it's so easy for me to read about the Israelites all through um the first five books of the Bible, the pens- uh, and then um and then Joshua and Judges and even beyond that and just read about Israel and be like, Dang, like Israel's so mm-hmm. stupid, like they sin all the time. I can't believe that they could be so stupid and mm-hmm. this is frustrating. Mm-hmm. But then i like and then like this part when i read this i was like dang (laughs) i'm i'm israel (laughs) this is me like god has saved me from so much and he's brought me so far and yet i still turn to a lot of sin you know Mm -hmm. and i sin every day Mm -hmm. and i see it a lot in my life and um and so i'm like dang like god can say the exact same thing to me like hey Mm -hmm. levi i (laughs) i brought you out of a bad relationship a year, a year and a year and a half ago and, uh, mm-hmm. or this or that, or whatever. And yet you're still sinning, you know, mm-hmm. like you're still giving in to anger or you're still giving in into laziness, um, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And like, yeah, were you
1: there? I don't I remember if you were there the first night that we started judges. I wasn't there. No, I was, okay. I was working. So it's actually interesting because we, when, I, when we started judges, I had a conversation before we started reading, you know, I talked about like, you know look for patterns like there's this one phrase that's said over and over and over again right and yeah. um and then also don't think about israel as this people to just laugh at like yeah. look at how just terrible they were and yeah. um i can't believe like it's almost laughable how they were so consistent with um you know following god for 7 years or mm-hmm. whatever and then falling away from him for 40 and then coming back you know crying mm-hmm. out to him and it's not just it's something that we shouldn't just be like wow they were so terrible yep. it's not written for that yeah it's written for us to learn from and also to reveal our own sin mm-hmm. and to show us what not to do yeah because we learn from the past that's what
0: history is for to exactly. learn to not make the same mistakes um and i think it's also like just to show our own sin like we're we're able to read this and see oh wow like i'm sinful in that way too i do the same thing Mm -hmm. Uh, i rebel against god even though god saved me and uh, i think it's important and i think something that's emphasized a lot in the old testament is just how whenever israel seems to fail it it, i I think they make a, a specific point to say um and um that like the fathers or like the parents in israel weren't raising their children up to know about their history to know yeah. about god okay so that's and a really good point yeah um, and i think I just let me finish. go ahead <laughs> um, and so i think that um i can't remember specifically where i was going with this anymore <laughs> but i think basically like we're able to look back at the old testament and so we're able to see mm-hmm. how god was faithful mm-hmm. and they weren't doing that they weren't showing their children like hey you know, mm-hmm. God's faithful. They did, He did this for us. He did this for us. Um, so that's why they kept failing. And so I think it's important for us to even go with our to our kids and be like, hey, like, look at my past life. Like, God was faithful to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's really important to do that. And I think that God also gave us the Old Testament to be able to do that with Israel. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: And there's obviously a lot of reasons that Judges was written, like, bring up your children in a godly way and shows God's power, God's mm-hmm. faithfulness. Uh, God's sovereignty and his, and wrath. his wrath uh it, there's a, obviously a lot of ri- reasons it was written there's not one specific one but yeah. i think that's a good one that i want to touch on um is so a little bit before judges you have well right before judges you have Joshua but right before that you have Deuteronomy and so this is in Moses's time mm-hmm. and so in there this is obviously Moses didn't go into the promised land right but this is right yeah. before Moses dies And they go and take over, um, uh, why is the name of, uh, Jericho. Yeah. So Moses receives this song. Uh, I think he receives it from God, or I don't quite remember now. Um, But basically, he teaches this song to Israel. Mm -hmm. And it's about all that God's done. And it's like this huge long chapter. You can kind of see here, like all of chapter 32 in Deuteronomy and at the end of it he tells them like you need to be singing this song and you need Mm -hmm. to teach it to your children and your children's children like this is going to be part of your culture yeah it has to be in in your culture um and you don't want to you this is how you're going to learn this is how you're going to teach your children Mm -hmm. um and kind of just showing the importance of that and then a little while later all right they didn't in in Joshua they didn't end up uh you know killing everyone in the land <laughs> yeah and then you're seeing the consequences of that in in judges so the uh they didn't teach this song obviously to their children mm-hmm. the song was forgotten yeah because you see their children constantly rebelling and then finally okay they'll cry out to God and yeah. worship him for two or three years or seven years or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they're done. They're back to worshiping the land's yeah. idols again. Yeah. And so I think you see in, ju- in Judges how the consequences of not raising up your children in a godly manner. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason this is kind of important uh, for us to be talking about this is, you know, we're going to be, uh, hopefully, <laughs> you know, have kids mm-hmm. in the next decade or so yeah. <laughs> we'll see maybe um, <laughs> but i think this is something that we don't really talk about much in our generation is what we can be doing to prepare for uh, yeah.
0: leading a family yeah yeah that's really good um yeah that's really good i don't know if i have much to say that. <laughs> okay but yeah that's i fine. agree like uh, I think it, it's really important to um, not only correct your children, but in, in what they do, because obviously correcting is a big part of just dis- like training them and disciplining them, mm-hmm. um, and then teaching them how to do good things. But I think it's also important to show them how uh, we are sinful in the ways that God. Like I think it's really important for parents to be very transparent with their children for with their mm-hmm. sin. I mean, obviously there's some things that like. You, you probably shouldn't just, like, go show your whole entire life to them. No, there's um, definitely wisdom in not sharing everything wisdom, with but, them. But, a lot of things that they don't understand. But I think you do need to be, trans- like, sh- transparent and show that you're not perfect, mm-hmm. that you do sin, and that God has grace and mercy in your life. Exactly. Um, and I think it's especially,
1: especially, well, for all I think for all parents, but I think especially for pastors, yeah and I was I was reading you should read this book The pa- the Pastor's Kid by Barnabas Piper mm-hmm. he talks about I want to read Third Culture Kid it's kind of similar just about missionary kids instead of pastor's kids yeah I, I don't even, who wrote that I don't know I don't know Um, but basically he talks about the importance of pastors um, just being a humble dad rather than a pastor to their kids yeah uh, oh, which I think yeah. dad did a good job of yeah I think so and he, I remember times where he would you know ask for forgiveness he still does ask yeah. for forgiveness you know when mm-hmm. he gets angry or something yep i mean well obviously he doesn't get angry ever no i just just kidding <laughs> <laughs> it's not perfect guys none of us are <laughs>
0: yeah yeah um But yeah i definitely agree and um i do want to move on a little bit to um just to talk a little bit about i had two other uh examples of sinners in the bible who mm-hmm. we tend to look down upon i think um well one of them well i'll just say them but anyways the pharisees I think that yeah the Pharisees especially is kind of just like Israel where like it's so easy to like look down upon them and be like damn man like the Pharisees were horrible I mean they were horrible people like mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they they got Jesus killed um but the the fact that I find so um funny is that like me it's so easy for me to look at the Pharisees and just think so badly of them but then because mm-hmm. the Pharisees were just big hypocrites so that's what they were mm-hmm. um but but then, like, I look at my own life, and I'm like, you know, like, I'm a hypocrite as well, I do, I, I I say things, and then I act a different way, Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, it's just, all I'm saying is, like, it's so easy to look at people in the Bible, especially, I mean, even David as well, that was my other person I had written down here, was, like, David, you know, David, even though David is known as a really, like, well uh upstanding person a lot of people love him he's one of my favorite people in the bible yes yeah, but he also did sin a lot of times and he failed i mean a lot. he was a murderer <laughs> yeah he was he was not a great guy all the time um um but it's it's just, i think dave is just such a good example of just how um one just about how faithful god is but then also two is like um we're no nobody's perfect like we all sin <laughs> um and we're a lot like a lot of these people like mm-hmm. you know we'll we'll be we'll, we'll we'll have a hot run like you know a good little while like we're we're praising we're worshiping god mm-hmm. we're always in the word mm-hmm. um but then like we'll hit a stumbling block and we'll sin you know mm-hmm. and then um but but thankfully god because <laughs> loving god isn't just like oh you failed that's it i'm yeah. done with you <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one and done you're done uh but no like david strikes you out david literally had a man killed so he could have his wife yep um and god didn't give up on him you know god still loved him and he cared for him Mm -hmm. and he had a ton of mercy on him just like he's had a ton of mercy on you and me yep um and so i i think it's good that we we um we want to end like we don't we don't want to just be saying, "Oh yeah, we're all sinners." Like that's not the point of this episode. We all suck. I mean, we I mean, we all do suck. We are all sinners, uh, but we do want to end like on a good note with you know like hope. Like just because we do sin, doesn't mean that God is going to abandon us. Um, you know, God. Right. God does love us and He cares for His people. And um, mm-hmm. and I I wanted to read um a few verses in Romans five, and uh, Romans five six says. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. And then a little bit uh, further down, in verse 8, he says, uh, But God shows his love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall, shall we be saved by him uh, from the wrath of God. For if while we were, were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. Uh, more, that, more than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Mm. Just showing that, like, we didn't become perfect or sinless before mm-hmm. God came and saved us, you know? Right, while well, we were yet sinners. Yeah. Christ, like, we, we were in our sin, yeah. and
1: Christ says, I'm still dying for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wait until you're perfect, and then I'm yeah. going to start loving you.
0: A perfect <laughs> example of that is I just finished a book by C.J. Mahaney entitled The Cross-Centered Life, and he's talking about how he was saved. He says he was literally saved while he was high, like he was literally in the middle of smoking I know that. <laughs> in wow. his broom, bedroom, and his friend was sharing the gospel with him, and he got saved, like literally while he was in the middle of sinning. He is saved mm-hmm. and um and I don't know how that's possible. To know what's going on when you're high, but I've never experienced it, so I don't know what it's like. <laughs> I don't either, but um, but like, I think it like it's true for all of us. Like, while we're in the middle of our sin, God saves us. You know, in mm-hmm. the most unlikely times, God comes in mm-hmm. and He saves those who He's elected. Because and...
1: He's the one working; it has nothing to do with exactly
0: us like we can't working in us we cannot do anything to earn his favor or gain his love Mm -hmm. nothing Mm -hmm. if you're saved in christ there's god it is impossible for god to love you any more than he already does because he already loves you with all the love that he has Mm -hmm. you know and
1: and it's impossible for him to love you any less exactly because he's promised to love you yep
0: yep And, and i think that and i was just talking to my mentor uh a few days ago and we were talking about like how we as humans, try to make God into a human so often. Like, we we think that we can do stuff to earn his favor. Like, oh, if I read my Bible every day, I'm going to get, like, right in God's eyes, and God's yep. going to have favor on me, and God's going to give me all these blessings. Yep. And if I don't, and if I'm in sinning, then God's going to start, like, cursing me, and, like, everything's going to go bad in my life. But that's not true. Like, that, God that's doesn't work right. like that. <laughs> when you stop thinking of God as, like, a human, like, good doesn't receive good, and bad doesn't receive bad with God, you know? Right. Like, God already promised to love us, and he's going to love us no matter what. He doesn't work the same way that we do. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, so I I would just say, like, you know, if you you haven't, if you're struggling with, um, if you're not a Christian or just struggling with um, feeling like your just life is a mess or um we're hitting a lot of topics here so you know not a christian
1: and your life is a mess you're judging just people in the bible thinking that you're better than them yeah we are hitting a lot, this of, is a lot of topics
0: yeah sorry for a little bit <laughs> bad no, this is
1: good this, i'm like am um, liking this
0: but yeah i'm just saying like if you if you feel like if your life is not going well and if your life is a mess and you just feel like um if you don't know god then i like i encourage you go read romans like romans it's great It really clearly describes the gospel explains the god go read the whole chapter of romans 5 like it's just really good um and uh, yeah like we tr- should put your hope in christ yeah we should do an episode on gideon sometimes because like
1: i keep wanting to say something about that chapter that we were reading which is yeah gideon, gideon yeah and how god uses you know the the, the lowly people who yeah. have very
0: little faith Maybe that's next episode. Maybe. (laughs) Like, there's so much there. There's so many people in the Bible he uses that are, like, so small. Yeah. And, like, Jonah. Yeah. Jonah, Gideon, David.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just a simple little guy. Yep. Yep. But anyways. All right. Catch us next time here on the Patterson Perspective. Thank you.